You're listening to the Membership Geeks podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a very, very special episode of the Membership Geeks podcast. I'm your host, Mike Morrison, one half of those Membership Geeks, and I'm so, so thrilled to have you with me here today. I hope that when you're listening to this, you've had an enjoyable uh, few days of this festive season. If you celebrate Christmas, I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. If you didn't, then I hope you at least took advantage of um, the fact that a whole bunch of people have slowed down and stopped what they're doing over Christmas to have a little bit of a break and a little bit of a breather from your membership. And today we are continuing what has become a festive tradition here on the Membership Geeks podcast that sadly we've not done in two years now because we had that little hiatus with the show in uh, 2022. And that is where we look back at the top 10 episodes. We count down the top 10 episodes of the past year. However, because we had that little hiatus from September um, 2022, I think it was, uh, through to July of 2023, we didn't do our 2022 countdown. So we're actually doubling up. It's a bumper festive episode. We're going to be counting down the top 10 episodes of the last two years here at the Membership Geeks podcast. So let's start with number 10. That was episode 379, seven ways to generate FOMO for your membership. Second way is to use insider language and identity. You don't want to overdo this. You don't want to make your community seem inaccessible because there's too many in-jokes or whatever, but, you know, little phrases, little terminology, little hashtags or whatever that, you know, are used typically by people inside your membership. If you can get that going, if there are references, if there's language being used by people on the inside, incorporate that into the stuff you're putting out publicly. And if you can come up with a term through which to identify your your members that isn't just members then again use that in the academy we use the term memberships with chris ducker's youpreneur it's very easy youpreneurs um back when screw the nine to five was a thing i don't think they've got the membership anymore but they called them scroopies right anything where you can give people a, a their own term you can create an identity for someone who was part of that collective Utilize that language within the broader messaging that you put out there. Again, it very much paints that picture of there is this club. There are people. This is their name. And these little cool things that they say to each other that you don't you don't know what they are, like that just reinforces you are literally missing out on this. And we're not rubbing that in people's faces. Again, you don't want to overdo it. You don't want... All your messaging can be so filled with insider references and so much obscure stuff that it puts people off. But just these little touches really demonstrate the fact that there is a a gated group of people. But the good news is it's actually really easy to come in and be part of this crowd. All you do is go over to membershipacademy.com and sign up and become a membershiper. All right, that was our 10th most popular episode for the last two years. Episode 379, seven ways to generate FOMO for your membership. If you head to membershipgeeks.com slash 379, then you'll be able to hear 
all the ways that you can really, really make people see how much they're missing out by not being a part of their membership and have them salivating at the prospect of joining you. All right, on to number nine. Our ninth most popular episode of the Membership Geeks podcast for the last two years is... That's episode 372, Why Your Membership Needs a Cart Abandonment Strategy. There's a whole bunch of different reasons potential members might give up partway through the registration process and abandon their cart. Them doing so does not mean it's game over. It does not mean that they've changed their mind. A lot of the things that will cause people to abandon the checkout process are easily prevented, and many of those that can't be prevented can be salvaged after the fact. One thing is for certain, failing to have a solid cart abandonment strategy is costing you money. So what can you do about it? Well, there's a bunch of ways that you can improve your checkout experience. Make sure it's as simple as possible, that you're only asking for information that you actually need over as few steps as possible. 90% of the time, you do not need the phone number of someone joining your online membership and yet a lot of checkout forms will ask for this information but they'll never use it because it's an online world most people aren't calling their members on the phone so think about your checkout process think about how you can improve it how you can minimize the information you're asking for make it as clear and as simple as possible and make sure that you're actually testing it out for yourself to ensure that it works, to ensure that it makes sense, and to ensure that there aren't any technical hiccups. You can make changes to your website, to your sales page, to ensure that everything is as clear as can be and that there's nothing which will confuse or put people off. All right, this is a fantastic episode, and honestly, that title isn't hype. It's not overselling it. Every single membership needs a cart abandonment strategy. It's one of the most no-brainer things to put in place for your membership. So head over to membershipgeeks.com slash 372. Those are the numbers, 372. And you can listen to that full episode. And if you are part of membershipacademy.com, we do have training in there on setting up your cart abandonment strategy and you know how to maximize those potentially lost sales. So ensure that you're checking that out in the membershipacademy.com training library. All right, without further ado, let's move on to number eight on our countdown of the top 10 episodes from the last two years. And number eight is... This was a behind the membership episode with Jim Cooney from Amplified Artists. Now, Jim is, uh, we shouldn't play favorites, but Jim is definitely a favorite of many, many, many people inside the Membership Academy community. And his story of starting up his membership during the pandemic within the performing arts industry when the theaters were all closed down. It's a fantastic success story. It's our eighth most popular episode of the last two years. Here's a little clip from episode 345 with Jim Cooney from Amplified Artists. And so I asked people, you know, for when you joined Amplified Artists till now, do you feel more confident? Yes, no, or the same. And 100% of the people said, yes, I felt more confident. That shocked me. I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll be good if like 70, 80% say it, like that I don't feel like mission accomplished, you know, because you can't help every single person because everyone has different stages and it depends on if they're using the content or not, what all, all those things. But the fact that like every single person said yes, I was like, oh my gosh, like, wow. And then I asked people who were, when they started, if they didn't feel like they were clear on who they were as an artist, because some people come in, they really know 
that already. But for the people who are not clear, do you feel more clear now? And hundred percent of those people said yes. So I was like, okay, wow, like this is working. And, you know, just seeing them book their first job without having to audition, book their first international gig, book their first leading role, like whatever it would be. Like one, one person was trying to transition from performing to choreography and was really nervous about putting his choreography out there. And then he got like all these views overnight when he first posted his first choreography, uh, piece of choreography and was so fired up that like he got such a positive response. It really like spurred him to go on. It's like those kind of breakthroughs are really, to me, it's like, it's so inspiring. So, and that's why I've always been a teacher is because of that kind of stuff. Um, but it's also like, like I said, like the, my own pride of like log, logging into my own site and seeing like all this content I'm building up. And it's like, it's really cool to see and to see people talk about it. When I hear people talking about it, you know, as like this thing. And I'm like, it's like something I created and, and like, it's like a, its own living, breathing thing. Now it's, it's really cool to see that. All right, make sure you head to membershipgeeks.com slash 345 to listen to that full conversation between Callie and Jim on the Behind the Membership uh, with Amplified Artists episode. And of course, if you are a Membership Academy member, you know who Jim is. Jim's in our community all the time. So um, give him a little shout out. Tag him in the forum, have a little chat with Jim. Uh, he's a very friendly guy and he's always around and his story is fantastic. So make sure you check that episode out. All right. Moving through the countdown to number seven, our seventh most popular episode from the last two years is... That's episode 356, Understanding the Customer Journey with Kenda McDonald. Now, Kenda is one of the smartest people that I know in marketing, and she tackles marketing from such a unique perspective. And this episode that we did um, a couple of years ago, one of my favorite interviews, if not my favorite interview that we've ever done on the show, we don't do a lot of interviews and our bar for guests is very, very high. And Kenda just soared above it with all of the gold nuggets and insights that she dropped about behavioral psychology as it relates to the buying process, about the awareness journey, about like the neuroscientific things relating to things like on your sales page, how they trigger certain subconscious. I mean, it's just, it's insane stuff, but it's so useful, so insightful, so practical. And Kenna just packed so much value into our conversation. It's one of those where I would have happily kept it going for hours and hours on end, just squeezing more out of Kenna's brain. So make sure you check that one out. Here's a little clip from episode 356 with Kenna McDonald. We go through various different stages of awareness before we buy something. And if you're clever about the way that you craft your uh, content and you create things like lead magnets, we can learn about like where people are in the process by virtue of what they're interacting with. So if someone comes to your site and they sign up for a certain type of lead magnet, that can tell us how close they are to the conversion point and what information we might need to give them to help them make a decision. Whereas if someone is coming to your site and they're looking for pricing information, we don't need to do a whole bunch of nurturing and a whole bunch of information on why a membership site is a good idea. We can sell them on the membership site concept straight away. Just by looking at what they're interacting with, we we can understand where they are in their journey, which means we can put them into appropriate campaigns that then follow up appropriately. Because if you start right off at the beginning and someone is in those early stages of awareness, they're not ready to purchase. And we can give them more information that will nurture them and get them to the point where they are ready to purchase. So it's understanding where they are and then adapting behavior that you display to help them convert. 
All right, that was such a great interview with Kendra. I know I'm really, really hyping this up, but believe me, head to membershipgeeks.com slash 356. Listen to that episode. It's so, so critical, I think, for underpinning your whole approach, your whole mindset to your marketing strategy. Whether it's marketing and membership, whether it's selling physical products, if you are selling, if you are marketing, you need to get to grips with the sort of stuff that Kendra shared. And you know, I so, so highly rate Kenda's expertise that we actually worked with Kenda and her team at Automation Ninjas on the development, the strategy for the new membershipgeeks.com website, which, by the way, if you've not seen it, we've had a whole sexy new website overhaul. Go check it out, membershipgeeks.com. And so we worked with Kenda and her team over the space of, I think it was about eight months, on reshaping the strategy really diving into the lead generation side of things, the customer journey and how that was going to be reflected within our strategy, the automation side to support all of that. And, you know, Kenda's input and the work that we did with Kenda and her team was just invaluable to that. And it's paying dividends already. So, you know, if that doesn't speak volumes about how much stock and how much faith we put in Kendra and her expertise and the great work that everyone at Automation Ninjas is doing, then I don't know what will. Check out membershipgeeks.com slash 356 for my conversation with Kendra McDonald, all about understanding the customer journey. All right, number six on the countdown chart of the top 10 most popular episodes for 2022-2023 goes to... That's episode 340, all about switching from working with clients to running a membership full-time. There are a few different ways to decide on when to start making the move to full-time. Yeah. First way of doing it is simply pulling the trigger and just jumping right into it. If your membership is growing extremely fast or if you have a big safety net, so savings, for example, and you've already proven your idea, you've validated that it's solid, you're supremely confident that you're just going to absolutely smash it if you go all in on your membership, then that is absolutely an option. Reid Hoffman, the guy who founded LinkedIn, said that entrepreneurship is a little bit like jumping off a cliff and building a plane on the way down. So you could decide to make that leap with your membership. Now, obviously, this is the riskiest approach, but the potential rewards from being able to focus solely on your membership could be greater. If you're a little more cautious, you don't want to make such a dramatic, drastic leap. You don't want to fire all of your clients overnight in order to focus full time on your membership. Then the second approach you could use would be to simply calculate how much money you actually need to make in order to get by with comfort. That amount could be less than you're currently making from other business activities. But knowing the minimum you need to make to be okay is going to give you an idea of what you need to be able to generate from your membership in order to minimize the risk of shifting your focus towards it. Now, you might make some cuts here and there. Perhaps that means foregoing a few little luxuries here or there, deciding not to put money into your savings for the next six months or skipping the family holiday this year. So, You figure out what that minimum amount you would need to earn to get by is. And then once the revenue that's coming in solely from your membership, solely from that dedicated time you're spending on that membership starts exceeding that amount, 
That's the point at which you would start the process to switch or transition from working with clients towards prioritizing your membership above all else. All right, that was such a great episode and such a relatable one and an appropriate one to where many people coming into the membership world are. And one of the biggest struggles, making that transition from client services, working with people one-to-one, to being a fully-fledged membership owner. And that's a journey that myself and Callie went through ourselves. We were working with clients, we were consulting, um, we had an agency where we would actually build the websites, form the strategy, do all the marketing campaigns, all that stuff. And so that switch from working intimately with individual clients on a one-to-one basis through to running um, a successful membership business, you know, that there was a whole process and there's a lot of changes, a lot of things we needed to wrap our heads around um, and, you know, some big transformations in the way that we just approached running the day-to-day of the membership and how we had to change our thinking and all of that. So if you're in a similar position, if you're still juggling clients in a membership and you want to make that full switch, or if you're thinking of starting a membership and you're not really sure how you get out of that one-to-one world, Episode 340 is where you want to be, membershipgeeks.com slash 340. And that is our sixth most popular episode from the last two years. Okay, we're coming in to the top five. Our fifth top episode from the last two years is... That's episode 352, How Membership Owners Can Be More Productive with my good friend Mike Vardy. Fantastic episode. Mike is the productivity king and he shared a whole load of value bombs about how you can just up your game and be more productive and reduce stress, reduce overwhelm, get more organized and just be more on it. And I think that's something that every membership owner is going to want to do. And that's certainly reflected by the fact that it is our fifth most popular episode from the last 24 months. So head over at 352 to check out that interview. Here's a little taste of what Mike had to share. We can't confuse activity with productivity. Like we can't. Because if you get to inbox zero is a great example of this. Like I got my email to zero. If you are a customer service rep that's designed to answer email or you're doing tickets or something like that, your version of a productive day may involve getting to inbox zero. That may be a good measuring stick. But for the person that's running their own business, like me, I'm a pretty much, a, I've got a small team. For you, for somebody who email is a part of the process, but not the whole of the process, to yeah. get your email to zero, first off, inbox zero, the term inbox zero does not mean get your email to zero. It means going into email with no questions about what you left behind. That's what that is. It's not about, oh, I have zero emails in my inbox. Because let's face it, <laughs> you will always have emails. Emails come at you. There's so many people trying to get at you compared to you that it's hard to manage. You could spend all day there. But the point is, is that may not be the best measuring stick for productivity consistently. Now, if your intention is, I want to get my email taken care of today because I'm going away for the weekend and I want to make sure I go out of email with no questions that's productive, right? But to say that I want to get my email to zero every day, but you're not working on building that mini course, or you're not working on communicating with the members in your community who you want to communicate in more real time, is that, or better still, you're not answering the emails from those members and letting the other ones just sit there or be okay, or put them in a place where you can deal with them later, then you might not be as productive. And And we know this, and it's hard to 
understand that productivity can be subjective from day to day. And so we have to get comfortable with that so that we can actually start measuring it in a more balanced and even more qualitative way. All right, make sure you head to membershipgeeks.com slash 352 to check out that full interview with the one and only Mike Vardy, the king of productivity. Okay, it's getting real now as we creep to number four on our list of the most popular episodes from 2022 to 2023 here at the Membership Geeks. And in fourth spot is... It's another Behind the Membership conversation. That's episode 341, where Callie went behind the membership with Lucy Walker and the Metal Smith Academy. Here's a little taste of how that conversation went. And we didn't actually expect um, to have such a successful launch in terms of annual members when we first launched. So we'd ordered something like 500 of each of our swag bag items. And when we launched, uh, we actually ended up with something like 1,300 annual members. And so then it was just an absolutely brutal job of trying to explain to everyone, I'm really sorry, but your swag bag, it's going to be like three months late. But it was a great problem to have, but a lot of drama. That's awesome. And 1,300 annual members at your launch is incredible. And I think I remember you mentioning in the Academy, you had something like 3,000 signups overall. Yeah, is that right? Something like that. It's, it's just, I think it's coming up to about 3,500 now. We've actually just switched over from a closed door model to an open door model. So we've got to see how that goes now. Awesome. And so what's what first of all made you decide to go with that closed model initially and why have you now made that change? Actually, I thought it was going to be easier. <laughs> so I thought having the closed door model means that you can concentrate your marketing efforts in a set period of time and that's that. But what it turned out to be was we were only opening three times a year and we had, I think, yeah, basically two full launches while we were in the closed on model. And it was just like blind panic hit two months before the launch. Every single time you stopped working on everything else and did nothing but focus on marketing for two whole months. And it just got absolutely insane. So about... I think about we got to that two-month stage before we were due to launch again. And I said, guys, I know I keep saying I want a closed-on model, but I've changed my mind. I, I don't want to be this stressed every four months. So it didn't take much to convince everyone. And we went, okay, let's just do it and, and let's try. And so far, I'm really happy that we did. It's a lot more relaxing. We can help people when they actually need help. So if someone reaches out and says, hey, I, I need help with this kind of stone setting. Can you help me? I can then respond and say, yep, you need to do this. But if you want a little more information, we've actually got a full class on this over at the Metalsmith Academy. And if you, if you want to learn more, you can absolutely join now. But of yeah. course, with a closed door model, you're saying to people, oh yeah, absolutely, we can help you, but in four months time, mate. And nobody's, nobody's going to like that. Such a great look behind the scenes of Lucy and her Metalsmith Academy membership. And, you know, that batch, that kind of run of behind the membership stories that we did, I, I'm pretty sure it was the first um, set of interviews that we did after the pandemic, after the whole shutdown and COVID and all of that. So there were a lot of stories of people changing directions or starting a new membership during that pandemic and Lucy's was such an inspiring and insightful story where she's pivoting an already successful business 
an already successful brand that has done certain things a certain way and it was all working well and then poof the pandemic hits and she had to pivot and navigate um you know this this new world and um transition from delivering in-person courses on jewelry making to launching her membership and just that amount of upheaval and change and the fact that she's come out the other end so successful it's very very inspiring and it makes for a fantastic episode. So make sure you head over to membershipgeeks.com slash 341 to check out Behind the Membership with Lucy Walker from the Metalsmith Academy. Okay, we're getting into ranked places now. It's all about the bronze medal spot. Coming in at number three in our top 10 is... That's episode 342, 10 ways to personalize and tailor your member experience. One of the fantastic things that you can do on the back of identifying what segment someone's in via that new member survey is to actually create what we call a recommendation engine. So that's our third tip for personalizing and tailoring your membership. So the ability to do this will depend a lot on your tech setup. But if you're using WordPress, for example, with a contact form plugin, such as Gravity Forms, you can set that to actually send people off to different pages, depending on the answers that they pick in their new member survey. And Callie mentioned this before when she's talking about that survey. This could mean you take people to different lists of different recommended content or steps that they should take, depending on their level, depending on their segment. If when filling out your new member survey, someone selects that they are a beginner, once they submit that form, you could have them automatically redirected to a page on your website that is specifically set up with beginner level content. If someone selects that they're more advanced, you could have them redirected, but instead of just being taken to the same page everyone goes to, they get redirected to the page that only contains tips or content for advanced level users. So that kind of conditional redirection, that can play a massive part of essentially branching people off down different paths according to the information that they provide to you as part of that new member survey. And that's why that survey is such a critical part of your onboarding process, particularly if you're trying to tailor things a little more. Yeah, and that recommendation doesn't engine doesn't need to just be part of that survey as well. You can have that available on the site all the time so that people can continually update what they're interested yeah. in, update their segments, be directed to the best content for them. So this doesn't have to just play a part in the new member survey. The recommendation engine can be something available on your site anytime to help people get to the best content for them. This was definitely a really interesting episode. We got so much great feedback on this. And I think as the online membership world has matured, as there are more memberships out there across a broader range of different markets, things like personalization, things like having a tailored experience are the sort of things that set you apart from your competition. And so, you know, that bar is going up and the sort of stuff we talked about in that episode is how you're going to keep you and your membership ahead of the pack. So make sure that you check out that episode. Number three on our list it's episode 342. Go to membershipgeeks.com slash 342. All right. Narrowly missing out on that top spot and picking up the silver medal is... 
That's episode 344, how running a membership can impact your life. So for me, running a membership site has changed my life in various ways. It's kept me extremely busy, kept me out of mischief, but it's also given me a path to something that I can actually scale. When I first started IT Rockstars, it was very much a, an SEO marketing agency for IT companies. And I realized that I couldn't scale that business quickly. Whereas with a membership site, teaching things like SEO is allows me to scale the business beyond what I could ever do, even with a team of people in a sort of agency model. So that's probably the biggest thing for me is the, the vision that I have for five years down the line for IT rock stars. And realistically, I could get there quite easily if I just follow the steps and just keep adding the members every month without losing as many. So that's that's what it's, uh, it's done for me in my life. I moved into a, a really big house as well, which is amazing and um, allows me to travel the world. So there's so many things that it's changed, but it is a lot of hard work. Considering that my industry was shut down, it gave me something to do. That's been the biggest impact. I don't know what I would have done. I really don't know. I've seen so many people be depressed and just feel lost. And I did feel, I had my own like breakdown days where I'm like, my whole city's closed. I'm not even living in my city right now. I the What I used to do every day for my life is just completely gone. And it's just, it's very depressing. And like, you feel like you're having this identity crisis. But this was like every day that I got to work on this, it's okay, I'm in my element. I'm doing the things I already teach. It kept me probably sane. It kept me excited and motivated and all those kinds of things. And now it's given me the freedom of, I don't have to be, before, like when I was teaching these things, that I had to be at this university at this time, or if I was working with a program in New York, I'd have to be there these mornings. And it's now it's, I can design it around my life. So it's much more, I have much more freedom and it's the stability of it. Like, I don't have to rely on someone calling me to have me come in and teach something. Like I have my membership recurring income now. So those are like icing on the cake. When someone calls me to come in and teach, that's, that's just extra bonus money on top. But I still have my kind of, like, this is my main bread and butter. And obviously like most of my income still comes from my directing and choreography. That's my like main job. This is more side or like secondary thing, even though it feels like the last year and a half, it's been more of my main thing just because of the nature of the pandemic. But I do think that it's given me that just, I don't have to worry now about trying to fill in the gaps of in between shows I'm directing. I don't have to worry about, okay, how am I going to fill in the gaps with this? I already know that. And even when I'm doing the directing shows, I'm still also making that money from the membership. So it's just like that extra comfort that you're getting. On our life, it's completely changed our life for the better. There's always a give and take. There's always the positives and, and negatives to everything. But overall, this has just been the most amazing experience. The flexibility we have now, the growth potential now, you can't get this kind of growth potential in a nine to five job. You just can't. It doesn't exist. They're not going to give me that those kind of raises. But if I work harder at this membership site and grow it, I create my own raise essentially by working. You don't have that in a nine to five job. You can work really hard and you might not get a raise for years. So I love the fact that I'm in control of essentially my own success. And as, as far as what it's done for our family and the business is just booming. The business is clearly needed. People need this in their lives. People need this help. So I'm helping a lot of people and I feel really good about that. And yeah, I, the fact that my husband's now involved, it's a fun team effort now. Hopefully our kids will be CRNAs. So I've had a lot of fun with it. Now, this was a very different type of episode from the ones we usually do here you'll know that we don't tend to put out a lot of stuff that is predominantly aspirational we don't um you know tend to 
go for the angle of kind of, oh, here's how amazing memberships are and look at these fantastic things that come as a result from being a membership owner. Simply because when we came into this world of online memberships um, a decade or so ago, that's all there was. And there wasn't really any substance behind it. It was just a lot of snake oil salesmen who were making a huge deal. Memberships are the key, they're the secret to living a, a, a life beyond your imagination. And the typical kind of nonsense that you do find uh, in certain corners of the internet still, unfortunately. And so we purposefully steered away from that kind of messaging and we lent into just looking at more practical, more helpful, more real day-to-day stuff that's helping the everyday membership owner. But the truth is, (laughs) there are a lot of amazing things that come as a result of being a membership site owner. And running a membership has impacted our lives and it has impacted the lives of so many people we've worked with. And so for membership day which by the way that's the other thing we we kind of um established february 28th as membership day a couple of years ago um and this episode dropped on membership day so we wanted to really really do something special so we brought together a bunch of members and a bunch of um friends and and people in the industry to share how running a membership has impacted their lives as well as sharing how it's impacted our own as well. So it's very motivational, it's very inspirational, it's very different from what we usually do, but it's a fantastic episode. So if you're ever feeling a little bit um, demotivated, if you feel like you need that extra push, this is the episode for you, membershipgeeks.com slash 344. Fantastic episode and just narrowly, just narrowly missing out on our top spot so let's not waste any more time let's crown the number one most popular episode of the membership geeks podcast from the last two years so that's a double that's a twofer that's not just the most popular most listened to in the last 12 months that is like bigger than that it's perseverance at that top spot and Our most popular episode from the last two years goes to... It's those guys, Rob and Kennedy, our good friends from Email Marketing Heroes, who joined me for episode 343 and shared their tips and advice on email marketing strategy for memberships in what was a fantastic episode. And here's a little clip from our most popular episode of the last two years. It is about quality people on your list over quantity. We say that email subscribers are not Pokemon. You don't have to catch them all. It's about (laughs) the quality of those people on your list. And they're there for a reason. Let's remember why people are on your list. They're not on your list because they need a new friend. They're not on your list because they really enjoy sorting emails into folders and doing that kind of thing. They're there because they've got a problem. It's the same reason people listen to this show, they listen to our podcast. The reason they're in our world, any of us, whatever our membership is about, is because they've got a problem and they believe you might have the solution to that problem. And so rather than overwhelm people, people. Because the biggest reason people don't take action is because they get overwhelmed, right? So at the end of this, you might not take all of the actions we talk about in this episode because there's going to be a lot of stuff already in this episode. And it's because the big reason people don't take action is because of overwhelm. And the biggest reason people can't email more frequently is because, one, they're trying to put too much into each email. We did a thing in our our members group for our our membership, The League, which we took an email, which we said, this is a bad email. Why is it a bad email? 
And the answer was, this email looks like a standard email that most people would send, but actually it broke down into, it was something like 14 emails in one. And it wasn't a particularly long email. It was actually that we just said too much. We overwhelmed the audience. The first thing to remember is they're on your list because they think you've got the answer and they've got a problem. Please help them solve that problem. It's like when people say, I've got a 30-day welcome nurturing sequence before I sell them anything. I'm like, this person's coming to A&E with their leg hanging off and you're like, but first of all, let me tell you about my upbringing, why I, become a, why I became a doctor and my origin story. No, don't. Fix the wound. Please fix the problems. We want to make sure we're fixing people's problems, right? That's the first thing. All right. What a great episode that was. You can listen to the full thing at membershipgeeks.com slash 343. And a huge, huge shout out to Rob and Kennedy for I was going to say contributing for making such a fantastically valuable, fantastically popular episode of the show. Um, yeah, great, great interview guest. So much knowledge, so much value dropped about the world of email marketing, specifically for memberships. And, you know, this isn't something where it's just people who are experts in something and we kind of tenuously link it to memberships. Those guys, they're, they're part of our membership academy. They run their own membership, um, teaching email marketing strategy. So, you know, they, they walk the walk as well as talking the talk. And it, that shows in uh, our conversation about email marketing strategy. So make sure you go to membershipgeeks.com slash 343 and listen to the most popular episode of the Membership Geeks podcast from January 2022 all the way through to December 2023 and knowing those guys they're definitely going to be uh, expecting some sort of medal or trophy or something like that <laughs> i'm not i was half joking but i'm actually now thinking yeah if they hear this they're going to be asking for a trophy might just have to cobble one together myself that can be my new year's project and that brings us to the end of our countdown of the 10 most popular episodes from the last two years i just want to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of you for every single nanosecond of time and attention you've given to us hopefully you've already listened to all these episodes and you're recalling how fantastic they were if not make sure you check them out there is some real gold in them their hills and um, these were fantastic episodes and it's a lot of fun for me thinking back on them particularly uh, my conversations with good friends like robin kennedy like mike Vardy, like kenny mcdonald um and uh, yeah, big, big thank you. We appreciate and we love each and every one of you. And we've got so many great things lined up right here on the Membership Geeks podcast going into 2024. So stay tuned, stay subscribed. If you're a brand new listener, then make sure you hit that subscribe button to ensure that just like Aerosmith always wanted, you ain't going to miss a thing. Don't want to miss a thing? Never going to miss a thing? What's the title of that song? You know what I mean. I've made that joke a whole dozen times here on the show. I'm going to wrap things up. I'm going to start my New Year celebrations early. Thank you so much again, and I'll see you next time for another episode of the Membership Geeks podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, 
or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step -step membership roadmap, our extensive training library and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com.